0: Hello and welcome back, my name is Bernard Karis and this is a podcast about my cancer story. It is my Movember story. You might have heard yesterday's episode, in 2013 I was out of the blue diagnosed with testicular cancer. It was a Thursday in December and everybody said I needed surgery immediately. We couldn't get it done on that Thursday, and so I went home, slept, and it was Friday. Friday early in the morning, and that was the last Friday before Christmas, I went into the General Hospital in Vienna to the urology department, and... I didn't eat anything for breakfast because they told me that I should be there because they might perform surgery immediately because it was really, really urgent. I didn't sleep much that night, as you can probably imagine. It wasn't fun. It really was not fun. But there I was. My lovely partner came with me and was on my side. And we sat there and waited and then the next doctor, the next urologist, the next confirmation of my diagnosis of testicular cancer, probably in stage one, so I was really lucky on that. Everybody said it was probably early days, which was good, but we needed to do surgery immediately. And then, after all the exams there again, I sat in the doctor's office and he said, yes, we need to do surgery rather quickly. And I said, okay, what does it mean? Um, do we need to do it now or so? I haven't eaten. He said, "No, no, no, no. We can't do it now. It's not Christmas and holiday, and so we are busy, and um, we all go on holiday as well. So we can't do it now." And I said, sitting there, saying, "Everybody tells me I need to do it immediately, and you tell me um, not now." And he was looking the diary and said, "Yeah, we can probably do it on the seventh of December, seventh of January, or so," which was kind of two and a half weeks later. And I looked at him and said, I don't believe it. I mean, that's kind of completely crazy. said, yeah, sorry, we don't have any earlier option. I didn't believe it. And then my next question was saying, okay, and who will actually perform the surgery? I said, ah, don't worry, somebody of the team, we don't know, whoever is on duty on that day. And (laughs) I didn't believe what I heard. I mean, first of all, I should do surgery immediately and then they can't do it for the next two and a half weeks. And then the second thing is, I don't even know who actually will perform the surgery, who my surgeon will be. That didn't give me a lot of comfort. But what can you do? There's not much options you have, unfortunately. So I agreed to the surgery and said, yes, I will come back um, in January for the surgery. And we set the date and everything and he gave me all the papers. And as I didn't have breakfast, my lovely partner took me out to one of the nicest breakfast places in Vienna. It was 11 by that time and we had a huge big breakfast. We laughed, we were in tears, we didn't know what to do. But first of all, we just had time for ourselves to speak, to be ourselves and not to think too much about what we heard and our big fears we definitely had. But after the kind of first couple of coffees and teas and so on, we thought, okay, what shall we do? And she said, you know, we should probably see another doctor. I said, yeah, but where do we find one and all that. So we started actually calling around to see if anybody could recommend a surgeon and a urologist who could perform that kind of surgery. A very close friend of mine said, hey, call up this doctor and he's actually expecting you to call. I already sp- spoke to him, um, do that. And he gave me his mobile phone number and I rang the doctor and he said, yeah, 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 hurry up, come, come, come now, please, because I'm actually going on holiday. And I said, shit, the next doctor going on holiday, how could you? So we went to the office of that doctor and again, you know, I dropped my trousers, he did the same kind of, examination and ultrasound and everything and confirmed it and says, yes, we need to do surgery immediately. Okay. There we sat and I thought he's going on holiday and he was actually packed up and his wife was ringing and saying, hey, where are you? We're going on holiday and he said, ah, there's some more, one more patient I need to look after. And then he got on the phone and started ringing the various hospitals he knew to see if he could get an operating theater right away. Well, he really tried his best. It was unbelievable how he tried to get an operating seat at immediately. He didn't succeed, in the end he found one for Monday, which was december twenty third, just before Christmas Eve. And I said fine, we'll do it and but I said you're going on holiday. I said don't worry, I'll come back for that surgery and so on. So for the first time I felt that there's a doctor who's actually taking action, who is in charge, who is even coming back from his family holiday to perform that surgery. So I really, really felt well about that. And this was the time then when we agreed on everything, I was prepared, he said I needed to come Sunday to make all the pre-checks for surgery and I said I can call him anytime, I had his mobile number if there are any worries or so, I just should call him. So I and my partner, we really felt safe, it was wonderful, he was a no bullshit man, he was very clear about things, he said that's what we do it, that's how I do it and that's how long it will take, then we'll do the histology of it, to see what kind of therapy we need to do later on. We also see if the cancer has spread or not. And he also kind of comforted me, saying he doesn't think that it's spread, but we need to check. So, in that really bad situation, there was some kind of relief. It was good to have a doctor who seemed to know what he was doing, who was very clear-spoken who didn't bullshit around, and who was taking charge. So we went home and had a weekend ahead of us where we needed to figure out to whom to tell, how to tell, and how we actually deal with suddenly having cancer in our own family. But that's the story for my next episode which will come tomorrow. Thanks so much for listening. And for all the guys out there, check your nuts. you find actually this cute little video from November on my website, bernhardcaris.com. There's a tab called My November Go There. And for all the people out there who have beloved ones, who are going through cancer and cancer treatments, or have gone through it, Give them a big hug. They need it, even if they don't show it. They are men, after all, and sometimes they don't show that. Thanks so much for listening. Join me again tomorrow. And yes, please share that podcast. I think we need to spread the word about men's health. We should stop men dying too early. My name is Bernard Caris. It was a pleasure talking to you. Thank you very much.